Welcome to Hanging at the Hangar Bar. I'm Scott. I'm Candace. I'm Lariah. And I'm Lacey. Grab a drink and come hang with us at the Hangar Bar. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Hanging at the Hangar Bar. We are glad to have you here with us in this first recording of April. Can you believe we're already in April? No. No. It's just crazy how far into the year we are already and how many episodes we're in to our, what we think is the best Disney podcast out there. If you think so as well, make sure you interact with us on our Instagram and our Facebook page, both at the handle Hanging at the Hangar Bar. Today we're going to do we're going to talk a little bit about um, how to bring Disney home with you. We are four friends from Nebraska. If you remember back to our introductory um, episode from last year, we are folks that don't get to go to Disney every other month or every month or every week. We get to go every couple of years or whenever it kind of works into the cards. So um, we had a one of our listeners came back and, and had a suggestion for us to talk about basically, how do you bring Disney home with you? Do you scrapbook? Do you, what do you do to help keep Disney alive even when you can't be in the park as regularly as you'd like to? So shout out to um, Instagram handle sillyputty98. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate you talking with us and letting us know ideas that we have. Um, for all of the other people listening, just let us know what else you want us to talk about. We we know we don't have all the ideas, but we want to talk about things that you're going to find interesting for your planning and, and your Disney love as well. So Silly Putty 98 thank you so much for being out. Check out her Instagram and subscribe to her when you're out subscribing to ours and interacting with us. So let's talk a little bit about how we bring Disney home with us. What is, let's just start with maybe this question. What's your number one trip trick, your number one trick for not letting the magic of Disney slip away on the last day. I know we've talked in the past about having something to look forward to, like we did a beach trip on our last one, but what are the Disney things that you do to not let that magic slip away? I would say that um, for me, I enjoy coffee and drinks and beverages. And so I'm really weird when it comes to my cups and my mugs and all of that. And I think that um, buying yourself a souvenir cup of choice and then um, using that like on your way home or using it and just like you feel the Disney magic in your hands and I swear using any sort of Disney drinkware makes your drink taste better. <laughs> I would agree with that. In our house, not only do we have Candace's mug collection that she's super proud of. And I'll let her talk more about that. But we made a decision, what was that, a year or two ago, that the only drinkware we would, like, buy new is Disney-themed. So, like, we're trying to uh, get our, our wine stems up. So when we go to Disney, we collect wine stems from the Germany Pavilion. Or when people ask us what we want for gifts, we ask for Disney-themed wine stems. We have glasses that we use for everyday drinking that are all Mickey-themed. We have... Heck, for those of you that are old enough to remember, we have two or three sets of the old McDonald's collectors Disney cups that are park themed. And those are the glasses we use every day. And I, I tend to agree, things taste better coming out of a Disney cup. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
So Candace, talk a little bit about your coffee mug collection, as extensive as it is. Yeah, so I have a problem with coffee mugs as it is because I love them. Because the, I, I don't know, there, you can drink anything out of a coffee mug and you just feel sort of cozier. I, that's probably not the right word to use, but that's what it makes me feel. So on our last trip, our 2019 trip, which, dang, that seems so long ago. Mm-hmm. Stupid COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I kind of made the decision. And at that point, we decided that we were just going to have Disney drinkware in the house. So my souvenir for that trip was the been there mugs from Starbucks and the different Starbucks locations in the different parks. So I have the Epcot mug, the Magic Kingdom mug, the Animal Kingdom mug and the Hollywood Studios mug. And I rotate through those. And then um, a couple years ago, Shop Disney actually had initial mugs like you could get your first initial and it was like tied to something Disney related. So mine which is perfect for me being a C it's tied to Cinderella. So there's like her castle and her slipper and all these cute things on this really cute mug. And then the one that uh, Scott has is tied back to Soren. So um, that's super cute as well. And then I just have some other Disney mugs that have Mickey on them because he's my guy and that sort of thing. And it's just fun. It, it just makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. And mugs like that are some of those souvenirs that aren't super duper expensive. Like, I mean, for those people who do it and they spend that kind of money, that's fine. But I'm not going to go drop $200 on a lightsaber or a remote control droid as a souvenir. I'm going to go spend under $50 for a nice coffee mug that I'm going to get a heck of a lot use out of and probably not going to break on the way home. Amen. Yeah. And when you pick up those mugs or when you pick up those glasses, it's instantly transporting you back to the parks. And so we talk about how to connect to that magic when you leave, when we're picking out dinner glasses for the night. I'll ask Candace, where do you want to be today? Do you want to be in Epcot or do you want to be in Animal Kingdom? Or I get to be in Magic Kingdom. Where do you want to be today? And those are the glasses that we get to pick and use. And same thing with those mugs is I want my hot cocoa in a Soren mug today, or I want it in my animal kingdom mug. It's just a good way to sort of put yourself back in that moment of, of remembering where you were when you got it or your favorite things about that park, that kind of thing in my mind. You know, the um, cups that you get for free refills that we picked out on our first day there. Yes. Um, remember we all filled ours up on our day we were departing Disney and drinking out of those on our way to the beach. Mm -hmm. That definitely made me feel a little less sad leaving Disney. Should we bring, Never mind. I'll bring it up later. Okay. Cause it's a, Oh, I know what you're going to say. We're going to bring them to our trip that we're oh yeah okay i forgot if we mentioned it or not and i didn't want yeah this is a a good sort of squirrel moment for those of you that like up squirrel we are going (laughs) to be in the month of march right april in the month of april we're going to be making a trip to 
um, Marceline, Missouri, hometown, Walt's hometown museum is there. So we're going to be recording some episodes on the way there. We're going to tour the museum, go out to the old farmstead, see the son of the tree that Walt used to draw under and all those things. Um, there's a couple of different restaurants that we might check out and as well. I don't know. It's in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. So I don't know if we're going to find good vegan vegetarian options, but there's some good old main street USA type cafes that I think we're going to try and check out and then record a couple episodes on the way back. So watch for those episodes. It's going to be a ton of fun. It's the closest thing to Disney we have here. Um, and little trivia time. They, have cars from the original Disneyland Autopia. And Autopia was the only ride that Walt Disney produced that ever ran outside of a Disney theme park. And it was running in Marceline, Missouri until late seventies. So um, we'll get to see those original Autopia cars and all the things. Walt donated a ton of money to the school system there in Marceline. So that's gonna be a fun trip. So listen for that, sorry, squirrel moment. <laughs> yeah, sorry, just a random thought. And yes, we're at, we you. should use our refillable mugs to do uh, road trips on. Very nostalgic. Yes. Yeah. And that was okay. another point because you can, like the refillable dining, uh, sorry, refillable resort mugs that we're talking about typically are included when the dining plan is in effect, which now it is still not. Um, but you can actually go into the resorts and you can just buy them. And I think they're like $20 or something like that. But then you get refills for your entire stay from the um, food court at your resort. So that's probably a really, really good um, souvenir because it's functional during your visit. And then you've got a really nice keepsake to bring home with you. Agreed. Okay. So what else have we done? Like one of the things that I love doing is just in the last, well, since COVID, I kind of got into video editing and audio editing and that kind of thing is, is kind of a little hobby. So one of the things that I like to do is go through our old pictures and like make little videos just to practice and try to do new things. Even if I don't ever publish them, I just have a ton of fun going back through pictures and sort of putting them together into music videos and and that kind of thing and sharing them when I can with with this group and with with others so that's one of the things that i did in our 2019 trip i came back and put together like almost every picture into a video that ended up what being 90 minutes long something like that it just super long video but it was a ton of fun to make and it just is a good way to sort of transport yourself back there and laugh at the things that you were laughing at um center of the universe anyone um <laughs> <laughs> Florida scooter people, anyone, those are the kind of things that I, I like to go back and look at. And I'll do, um, I made a video for Candace. Like I picked out the, you've got a friend in me song. And then I found a whole bunch of videos from, or a whole bunch of pictures from our past Disney trips where I just made Candace, a you got a friend in me video of just the two of us. And that was just super cute and super fun to do. So that's kind of one of the things that I do to kind of go back and connect ourselves connect myself back to the the parks. I, I'm not a big scrapbooker. I don't do physical pictures. I don't cut things out, but that's my way to kind of be creative with my, my Disney experiences. What other thoughts? One thing that may be kind of weird, but, and I don't know why, but 
Um, it's one of my favorite memories. And when you go home, you take your memories with you. And that's one of the biggest things is like paying attention to the detail and like, you know, everything that makes Disney Disney. So one of my favorite memories from our trip was waking up to the resort schedule on the TV with the music playing in the background. So recently, when I say recently, I mean like a year ago during COVID time, um, I found the resort schedule with the music and everything on YouTube. And I will just put that on in the mornings and just have my cup of coffee. And it's the best feeling in the entire world because yeah, it just gives me the chills. It makes me so happy. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's just that little memory of waking up to that every morning. And yeah. Well, that's also an app, Soraya. It's what? It's an app for your phone. It's an app? Yep, it's called WW Today. And that's what I was showing you on my phone. Okay, good to know. And does that show current things? We're not sponsored, by the way. We're just now asking questions about something Candace discovered. Yeah, um, it is current. So, like, it would be like you were there that day. It's going to show you park hours of that day. What the weather is doing, all kinds of stuff. Okay. You've still got live wonderful, like, instrumental Disney music that's just, that'll get you ready for the day. Okay. Guess I'm downloading that. Sorry. Be careful. We don't want to get... I know. Booted for copyright. I know. Um, <laughs> um, so you guys are more creative than me, Candace. I just had a thought. How cool would it be to like take that picture and turn that into like some artwork? Like that picture that they have, like I know it scrolls through different like the, the different weenies of the park. It mm -hmm. like how cool would it be to sort of take and design something up that you could frame and have on the wall just to kind of look at? Or is that a dumb idea? Like like tell me more. I, I guess I kind of understand where you're going with that, but like so just for example, like the Magic Kingdom scroll, you've got the castle on one side and then I don't know what's on the other side. Maybe Space Mountain or something like that. Um but what would you put in the middle? Like, would you want like park hours or something? Or what would you want in the middle? Ooh, pictures. Oh, vacation pictures. Yeah. Like use it and put vacation pictures in there. Like even like you have your little um, Polaroid thing. Yeah. You could just do a whole bunch of like little Polaroid pictures in there and make it look like it was the daily park map or the park hours or whatever. And it could just be memories from that park yeah. in that little center section. That'd be super cute. I love that. We've been looking for artwork for our bar, Candace. I know that doesn't necessarily stay on theme to what our bar is, but. <laughs> I think we're getting off topic a little bit. <laughs> but we're talking about how to bring Disney home with you. And that's one of the things, like, what are the things you connect to? Like, Lariah connected to that daily channel. And how do you bring that home that differently? sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I said that sounds so weird. I connected to the Daily Channel. <laughs> it's like out of all the things at Disney. Oh my god. No, but I, I actually and I think that's one of those things like 
lots of people do that. I don't think you're alone. Like lots of the vlogs that we see, people have that on in the background. Like that is like they don't turn on regular TV. It's that's what's on the TV in my resort room all mm -hmm. the time. And so mm -hmm. finding different and unique ways to bring that home, I think, is a really great idea. Because that's really what we're talking about today is how do you bring those things you connect to home with you? Another one that I have is Lariah, Candace, and I are all big coffee drinkers. And with this last trip that we took, um, we all fell in love with Joffrey's Coffee. And um, you can order it from their website. And so there's literally nothing in that glass. <laughs> Uh, but you can order the Joffrey's coffee and I love it. I haven't ordered from them in a really long time. And now I'm like, I got to order from them again. But I think having Joffrey's coffee at home is another way to bring that Disney magic into your home because it's just something we all really love and enjoy. And I know they have Starbucks too, but you can pretty much get Starbucks anywhere where with Joffrey's to me, that's like Disney coffee. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that a hundred percent. They do like seasonal blends. Like last fall, they did a set um, over the holidays. They did a set. I haven't gone out to the website in a while to see what they've come up with for spring, because quite frankly, I have so much coffee in the house right now that it's just a problem, but it's awesome. And it's versatile. I mean, they have a lot of different grind, uh, grind styles. So if you want French press, they can do that. If you want regular ground, they'll do that. They'll do whole bean. So pretty much anything. And you're right, Lacey. I think, you know, taste and smell are two things that really draw a person back to experience. So when you get that sip of California grill blend or that sip of Tusker house blend or anything like that, um, it, it's just, it just takes you right back. And right now, one of the things they have is the 50th anniversary blend, which it's really good. Really good. Mm. I haven't tried it yet. Cool. So have any of you done any like scrapbooking or anything like that with your Disney pictures or Disney memorabilia? No, no, no scrapbooking. I'm not a scrapbook person. I never have been, but I do like to hang up pictures of our last trip and the trip I took prior to that in like what 2014. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Um, but I will print out those pictures and I put them um, in my cubicle at work. Okay. I like to to scrapbook a lot, but. <sighs> The amount of time that that project actually takes um, is more than I care to spend on things and the amount of supplies and because there's always something new. Like you may think that you have everything under the sun for scrapbooking, but you turn around and there's $50 more worth of new things, new papers, new punches, new something. And it just is something that I just had to say, no, no more. And the pages never for me turn out as beautiful as I think they will. Um, Cause I'm perfectionist. I'm really hard on myself. So I'm never a hundred percent happy with what I get with, you know, end product, but that's my own thing. Yeah. 
Um, a project I have been interested in because I've saved a lot of the things like my button and my lay um, that I got on our Disney trip is shadow boxing. I think it would be really cool and pretty to do like a, isn't that what they're called? Mm -hmm. Okay. A shadow box of like just printing off a bunch of pictures of us and then putting like the buttons and the lay in there and like my birthday card that Lilo and Stitch signed and like having one even from like each trip would be really cute mm -hmm. to have. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the folks that participate in the run Disney events when they go down and they get their, you know, they finish the event. So they've got their runner's bib and their medal and a set of ears that they may have worn. And then if like the professional photographers that run along the course and take pictures of the runners, if they get a particularly good shot of them, they'll put that in there as well. And they turn out beautifully. Hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I, I probably, this seems a little weird, but I'll just go back to our, my picture folders and just scroll through. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Just constantly. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I'm going back looking at trips like from 2009 like, oh, that was a fun trip. And remembering back to that and and that kind of thing. It's not always about those most recent trips. Right. So what are some other ways, just kind of thinking about what you could do with souvenirs? And like, that's one of those things when you talk about bringing Disney home with you. I can't think, Candice, you made the point a couple minutes ago. It can be as expensive as you want it to be. You can bring home anything from a free souvenir all the way up through probably what the Swarovski crystal crystal Mickey's are thousands of dollars and that kind of thing. Yeah, and then you have the great big um, Swarovski um, castle uh, by the Erebus brothers for $37,000. I think I want two. Fabulous. And I would love one, but A, where do you put it? And B, do you really want to spend that much money on something that's just going to sit there? Right. And need to be dusted. Yeah. Right. I'm all about like more practical souvenirs when it comes to like decoration. Like uh, Scott and Candace has a really cool wind chime in their kitchen that they hang by the window that they got in Animal Kingdom. And it's just you get to see it every day. And I'm sure when I, like every time you look at it, you just remember that trip. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the more practical like if you cook a lot in your kitchen and you get kitchen utensils or anything like that, or um, like we were talking about drinkware, if you're someone who, you know, drinks coffee or something, whatever, bringing that back to where when you use it, you think about your trip or just more. Yeah, I don't know. Practical souvenirs, I guess, are my favorite yeah. kinds of souvenirs. Mm hmm. Yeah, we don't do a lot of sit-arounds either, just because, again, they're things that have to be dusted. They're, and if you can't tell from listening to our podcast in the, the past, we're very much experience-based people. Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily all about the, the things that we have to have. Now, Candace has her things that she has to have, like 50th anniversary purses and hoodies and, and that kind of thing, but... The, and those are things that you're going to wear, things that you're going to use, that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. when it comes to our time in the parks, we're very experience-based people. So that doesn't yep. lead itself to doing a lot of that um, 
scrapbooking style or bringing something home and doing something with it. And I'm using air quotes. Um, it just or um, waiting in line for eight hours for a popcorn bucket. <laughs> We're not those people. Yeah, definitely. Well, and part of that goes back to the fact that we mentioned that we don't get to be there all the time. We don't get to go yeah. we can go even every year. So the thought of spending that long for a piece of plastic, you've basically burned a park day in a line for a piece of plastic. And that's just beyond something that I could ever comprehend. But again, that's right. me because I don't get to be there all the time. Yeah. And I just thought of something else in, in, in an upcoming episode, maybe even the next one, um, we're going to talk about cruises. And Candace and I, every time we go on a cruise, we get a different cruise or a different Christmas ornament theme to that cruise. So um, that's another way to kind of bring that magic back with you and kind of an unobtrusive way we almost fight every christmas about who gets to hang those ornaments on the tree because they're so much fun to sort of think back oh remember this trip or remember this boat or ship sorry wow. um, <laughs> somebody's gonna come looking for me <laughs> um <laughs> so what what is your favorite souvenir that you have or Let's do two questions. What's your favorite souvenir that you've brought back from a Disney trip? And then what's your favorite just Disney piece that you have if it's different? Well, mine might be the easiest answer because I've only gotten one souvenir. I just have my mug and I love my mug and if anything happened to it, I would be devastated. But my thing more goes back to our pictures and our memories. That's the memory maker. The memory maker. It's way more important to me than any souvenir because I just remember the feeling I had with being with you all in Disney. And that's way more like worth it than any physical thing I have. So it's a good thought. For me, my favorite souvenir, honestly, would probably be my first ever pair of um, Mickey ears. Because my name is uh, embroidered on the back of them because they're the classic, like, hat ones, not the headband. And I love those. Um, but then... What what was the part two, part one and part two of this? Favorite Disney souvenir that you've brought home with you and then your favorite Disney thing. Item? Yeah, if it's different. Well, I guess that would be my item, maybe. I don't know. Because my other favorite thing that I have is honestly my resort refillable mug mm -hmm. thing. I have like Disney mugs too, but I just, I love, it's Halloween themed because we went around Halloween and I use it a ton because I bring coffee on the go with me a lot. So it's probably one of my favorites too. Candace, what about you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and if I have to pick one souvenir from one trip, that's going to take me 10 years because we've, I always bring home such wonderful things. Okay, so while you continue to think, 
I'm going to maybe steal one of your souvenirs that we've brought home. And again, it's completely experience based. So we have talked about pushing kids out of the way for the honey wall at the Winnie the Pooh ride. Candace and I were on a trip. I think it was one of the trips where we were alone. Uh, it was just the two of us. And we had talked about, no, we're not going to get any more souvenirs. We're not going to bring anything else home with us. And then we went on the, the Winnie the Pooh ride, came out into the gift shop because Disney does what Disney does and empties the, empties the ride out into a gift shop. And they had the most adorable stuffed animals from the, the Winnie, the hundred acre woods crew. So we look and I, I, the look in Candace's eye, I know we're bringing at least one of these things home with us. And <laughs> even though like 10 minutes prior, we're like, we're not bringing anything else home. And then we go on that ride, we get through. And I think that first time we bring home, was it Pooh and Tigger or was it Pooh and Piglet? No, I think Eeyore came home the first time. It was maybe Pooh and Eeyore. Okay. I want to say. And then, the, yeah. When, yeah. And then when we went back, we got um, Tigger and Piglet. Yeah. And so now every time we go on that ride, we have to get a stuffed animal coming out of it. And they live in Candace's makeup room um, because they, they were living in a more prominent place until the dog thought that she those were stuffies for her and pulled them off the back of the couch. So we had to kind of put them in a spot the dog doesn't have access to because that would have been a good way to have a, a dog no more. If one of those characters had been destroyed. I mean, we just would have had to go back to Disney world. So. Yeah. And what if they didn't have the same style anymore? Well, that's a problem. No, it's, <laughs> It wouldn't be because you'd be like, no, we'll just change tiles. We got to get four instead of one. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way she works, folks. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably my favorite thing that we've brought home with us just because of the story that goes behind it. The experience. Yep. So okay, some, well, I okay. have to say that my... My favorite souvenir that I've ever gotten from Disney, and this goes back to my very, very first trip to Disney World in 1998. So it's been a long time. But um, I was in Epcot for the first time. I was over in World Showcase, and I was in the Morocco Pavilion, which is one of my favorite pavilions over there because it is just so gorgeous. And if you just take the time to walk by it, you're never going to know this. So don't sleep on that pavilion because it's fantastic. But anyway, they had a little like souvenir stand because that's what Disney does. And they had all kinds of like Indiana Jones themed sort of almost like an antique shop like a museum kind of antique shop sort of thing. And there was a bronze bust of King Tut. And I have an Egyptian thing that goes way, way, way back. That ancient Egypt just fascinates me. And so that was my one of my souvenirs from that trip. And we still have it somewhere. It's not out on display because it doesn't really fit anything in our house right now. But... When you think of finding stuff like that at Disney World, you just don't. Because who would go to Disney World and think to look for King Tut? Not me. <laughs> so, 
So as far as favorites, that's probably one of my favorite things that I've ever brought home from there just because it's so unusual and unexpected. And I've got that memory of that was my first trip there. So. Nice. I love that. I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Candice, your, your King Tut head is your favorite thing that you've brought back. What's your favorite Disney just item? Thing? Yeah. Um, I would probably have to say my mug collection. Just because I get so much use out of them and they make me so happy and as we've said, stuff just tastes better out of a Disney mug. Um, and it's just something that I don't feel bad about spending the money on because I know I knew I was going to use them. And so they have a lot of utility to me and they're not just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that mug collection, the glass complex collection i think would be mine too so the stuffies were my favorite thing that we brought back with us i think um i was debating between like our our wine stems being my favorite thing because those are really cool or my just overall favorite disney thing i got to go to um new york and saw the lion king on broadway so i like this it lives in my office it's candace's stuffy because i brought it back for her but he poses like his arms move Oh, how cool. cool. His head moves. So you can, like, pose him. And the number of times I've done the, ha, Senenya, (laughs) that might have to go on our Instagram feed, too, maybe. That's if I pull that out. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's probably my second favorite just Disney thing. Just, again, like, for me, I am such an experience-based person. Um, For those that know me, I don't cry. So... When I saw that show on Broadway, they started singing at the beginning of it, Waterworks, like tears running down my face, which says so much about the quality of the production, where I was seeing it, um, just such a tight connection to to that. Um, that just always brings back those memories for me. Okay, as we wrap up this episode, there's one other thing that I just thought of. Um, that I, I wanted to talk about. So a lot of people do autograph books as souvenirs, which I think is a really great idea too, of going and getting the autographs of all the characters um, in the before times and hopefully soon in the after times, you can actually get characters to sign your, your autograph books and buy books or design your own book to be able to bring that stuff back with you. One of the things Candace and I have talked about doing that's a little bit different though, is we've talked about taking an autograph book and getting people that make our trip special, getting their autograph. So instead of getting Pooh Bear to sign something or getting Mickey to sign something for you, it's getting um, Francisco saying, hey, you just provided such a wonderful memory for us. I want you to sign my autograph book. Um, If you run across a cast member in the parks that's super helpful, like, hey, I want your autograph. And just let that be such a special moment for them as well as bringing it back for you. I always think when I think through that, I think about how awkward that might be for everybody involved. But I just think it's such a great idea as well just to help build on those special memories of people that really made that trip. Because we've talked about it before. Disney would be nothing without its cast members. Anybody can build a theme park. But it takes the right cast members to build it and come up with the ideas. It takes the right cast members to build, to make that magic. That park is not magic on its own. 
It's the people. It's the the person that's super in character in the Haunted Mansion queue that welcomes you in. That you're like, oh my god, can I get your autograph because you are so awesome? Um, mm -hmm. Or the the folks over at Tower of Terror that are all themed out and have gone the extra mile with the makeup to make themselves look like they're part of the story. All of those things are things that make your trip special and recognizing those people I think is important and bringing back to their getting their autograph instead of just having um, a friend of, of Mickey sign something I think would be a really cool idea. I love that. Okay. No, it, oh, it's not necessarily something that we would bring home with us, but I know we've done it in the past where um, there's like a Twitter site or something like that, that you can give shout outs to the cast members when they do an exceptional job for you. Um, and I know we've done that. We've reached out to them and said, Hey, uh, Francisco really made our dinner at Stan uh, and Helen. And we appreciate it. Thank you for the magic. And I think that is so important. Um, when you do have those magical experiences, it's very, very important to not only appreciate the heck out of it because it doesn't happen that often and it doesn't happen every trip even. So when you have one of those experiences, I think it's super duper important to take a moment and acknowledge that and acknowledge the person that provided that for you because they don't have to do that, but they do that because they are who they are. Mm -hmm. Such a great point. Such a great point. And I think that is a fantastic way to kind of wrap up this episode. So everybody, thanks again for listening in. We definitely appreciate you. Let us know what your favorite Disney thing is. Interact with us over on our Instagram or our Facebook or um, through your favorite podcast platform. I think you can send us notes through there. We'd love to hear from you. What's your, your favorite souvenir? How do you bring Disney home with you if you don't get to go all the time? We'd love to hear from you. And remember, there's always a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. See you real soon. Bye.